Let's welcome in David Dietz, Managing Principal and Senior Portfolio Strategist at PPAC Private Wealth Management. David, I'm glad you're here. So, what were your thoughts on the rough 2022, the volatility we saw, and what are you expecting for 2023? Sure. So I think 2022 was the year that nothing worked. Um, no one forecast really how high these interest rates would get. Um, really was the worst year in bond land uh, for maybe even a century, right? And of course, stocks followed suit. We went from Tina, there is no alternative to stocks, to look at the yields that you can be getting on treasuries and corporate bonds. And there was a massive outflow uh, from stocks us down into one of the the worst years since 2008 and finally of course a uh, hyperzealous federal reserve determined single-minded focus to squash inflation we saw that record four three-quarter point hikes and of course that scared everyone to boot so you know we've had a very rough year here um, but we think things are going to actually get better in 2023. And what's going to drive that? This was supposed to be the roaring 20s. Um, and I guess we just have to wait a little bit. I mean, you are expecting a Fed rate hike on February 1st, most likely. Um, what's going to drive a market a turnaround? And when could that rebound actually start to come to fruition? Absolutely. So I think it's three, three things that, can, that gets me constructive on the market. First, everyone is so concerned about a recession. But I think... You know, the story of today and the story that I see coming is that the death of the consumer is much exaggerated. Look at that consumer confidence number that came out uh, today with all the Fed rate hikes, the inflation concerns, the concerns about recession, consumer confidence moved to an eight-month high. We also have seen no weakness in the job market. You got a job, you're confident. You know, the consumer being 60 to 70 percent of the economy, I just don't see a recession. But even if it is a recession, I'm not forecasting the market killer, which is a severe recession. Second, of course, is that earnings recession that people are focused. OK, the economy stays OK, but corporate earnings drop off a cliff. But I think today we saw examples how corporations are not going to tolerate another bad year. Now, look at FedEx. Their report looking back was was mixed. But they came in to investors and said, we're cutting $1 billion of costs in the next 12 months. And a stock that was down 30%, 36%, jumping big time. Nike, of course, is a super bellwether. What I liked about their report is how well their business in China was doing. Now, China is the second largest uh, economy in the world, most populous. And they said their business is going well there. And they are confident going forward. If China holds up, okay. that's also going to be a big plus for this market. Yeah, that is a big piece of the puzzle, no doubt. Um, what went on with Meta Platforms, obviously an extremely tough year um, for folks. And when you see 60% losses, give or take, I mean, it was a very tough year. There are a lot of folks who think that Mark Zuckerberg may change his shift and how he spends and maybe even may lay off the metaverse a little bit. I don't know. Where do you think Meta is headed in 2023? Meta Platforms is one of your picks for 2023. So we like Meta here really is for, for three reasons. One is I'm a value guy, Nicole. You know, this was a company that had a, a market valuation more than one trillion. Um, you know, it's down about 65% in the last 12 months. So things were on sale in terms of it coming down. But what I like is you're trading at about 
um, you know, uh, 12 times free cash flow. That makes it the cheap of all, cheapest of all the mega cap tech stocks, much cheaper than the market. So you've got a nice valuation advantage. Second, of course, is you've got a unique property here. You're reaching two and a half billion people on a monthly basis. When you combined your Instagram, your Facebook, your WhatsApp, um, Reels, you've got a great conglomeration of social media sites. I think the two big wild cards, one is what's going to happen with TikTok? The trend is clearly in place to start banning the use of it. Many states now say state employees can't use it. The movement is afoot to do the same thing with federal employees. That could be, uh, the TikTok could be banned uh, countrywide. I think that's a low uh, probability event, but certainly as TikTok recedes, that's good for Facebook. And finally, I think Zuckerberg is realizing the metaverse has future, but he can't bet the company on it. He's got to pull back in the spending. Otherwise, he's not going to have employees to work with him because they're looking at their stock options and employer-based compensation right. and saying enough is enough. So I think there's many reasons for, for Meta to do well in 2023. Okay, and what about a name like Verizon? I mean, so widely held, a dividend payer, obviously also got crushed this year. Your thoughts, a quick one on Verizon. Uh, you know, valuation, 12-year low, highest dividend payout on the Dow, 7%. And of course, you know, it's a very cozy relationship between these wireless carriers. You've got the big three. So I think they're going to be nice to each other on pricing. A lot of their capital expenditures are behind them. I think uh, in, a, in, a, in a potentially volatile market, Verizon is a large cap to, to, uh, to help your portfolio stabilize. Yeah, and when we turn and we look abroad, we think about emerging markets. You have an ETF, the Vanguard ETF, VWO, also a laggard, but not as bad as what we saw in tech or some other investments in 2022. Why is emerging markets probably a good place to park some money? Nicole, this is such a great diversifier for people's portfolios because the emerging markets has one of the lowest correlation with the domestic S&P 500. You're also trading at about 60% of the valuation. It's under 10 times earnings. You've got a dividend, which is about 3.4%, more than twice what the S&P is. And that dividend has grown about 7% annually for the, for the last five years. Uh, so this is a very attractive in its own right. I also like the fact that you've got about one third of it, the exposure to China. China has been called uninvestable this year. People's attitudes are starting to change as they're getting more constructive in terms of their regulatory policy, more constructive in terms of their approach to COVID. I think VWO with exposure to emerging markets could be a great play uh, in 2023. Right, and then we see Lithium Motors, which really has a slew of names that it works closely with, even Ferrari and Bentley and um, LAD is the ticker symbol there. Is this one also that is on your radar? It's way out of favor. It starts with Tesla, which is tremendously overvalued, going down, dragging down the whole industry. Um, also, people are worried about the recession. Obviously, car buying is something you could postpone a year, but we just talked about how the recession may not be so bad. Lithia is trading at five times earnings. It's one of the largest auto dealerships. We've got about 284 locations in 25 states in Canada. What I love about Lithia, in addition to just five times earnings, it's got that rural strategy. 
their their locations are in the hinterlands and so forth where there's a lot less competition um there's a tremendous brand loyalty no matter what car you're going to buy they handle 40 brands so if as we imagine there's ultimately a big shift over to evs they're going to be selling the evs they don't care what you buy and of course up to half their revenue is in services. That's the last bastion of non-transparency, high margins. You don't know what you're paying for. I think Lithia can take advantage of it. It's a company that's been around for 80 years. Yeah, and you know, they have an array of names, right? I mean, from Ford to, as I said, Bentley. I mean, you'll see a, a different price point here. And while auto sales have been dropping because there's been so much concern about loan payments and auto loan rates on the rise, um, this is a different story. It's been an underperformer versus the S&P for 2022, but maybe a different picture for 2023. David Dietz, PPAC Private Wealth Management. Love having you on the show. We will see you in 2023. Thank you, David. Nicole.